This is Earth Radio. And now here's human music. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast today. We are joined by my host, guest host, host host, hostess with the mostest, the man of the hour, the man who had a birthday. Let's give it up for Lewis. Hey, what's happening, world? It's your 31-year-old boy whose knees hurt, his back hurts, and he's mentally fucking exhausted. I think we all are. I'm exhausted too. I don't want to live anymore. Just let me. I don't want to be on this planet. I don't want to live on this planet. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so we got a couple things. Uh, we got I some housekeeping got to play the Halo. too. I got to play Halo. Ooh, okay. Uh, let's just say it went pretty well. Went pretty well. Uh, I I only played like a couple a couple matches, which was not bad. Um. Played pretty smooth. I played on the PC. Played very smooth. I enjoyed it. Enjoyed it a lot. Uh, as for... Um, I do that a lot. As for playing... I have to say, uh, the maps were actually pretty good. Well balanced. Uh, the new weapons, the chain, all that stuff. Pretty fun. And now... Battlefield 2042 just released a beta today okay so i i saw this on the front page of the xbox front page the home page of the xbox that they were they, they put up that there, there's going to be a beta soon is that officially out or what, what are we doing the beta is from today till the till friday so it's you can download it yeah it's a three-day beta it's not long but a lot of people are having fun with it have you are you gonna test it? Uh yeah, I will. I will test it. I just haven't downloaded it yet. Okay. Yeah, because I was almost uh so outside of having a birthday, also mini present, even though technically between me and Angela we saved up money for it. Mm-hmm. Um I am the now proud owner of an Xbox Series X. Oh, so you're into the next gen, huh? We're in. I'm in next gen. Um, I was able to. So apparently, the Xbox is, and this is kind of a correction from the last episode that we talked about, like the restocking and all this stuff. The Xbox is backwards compatible for pretty much everything up until at least the 360. As long as it's like digital, I have not tested a disc yet. Um, I'm going to try with my GTA copy. Um, I did look into the PlayStation 5. And the PlayStation 5 is still doing, this is a big correction. Um, Shout out to Rob for telling us we need to correct ourselves when we find the right answers. Um, The PlayStation 5 is backwards compatible if you have a physical disc and you put it into your PS5. It'll okay. download the PS5 version. So any PS4 games, like I have Tony Hawk 1 and 2, I put that into my PS5 eventually when I get it, and they don't 
jab me with the with the restocks. Um, it should download a digital version of that game, and then obviously any digital games that you have for the four will transfer over to the five. I did get. I I think I'm gonna be screwed though because I think I might have to buy GTA Five for the Xbox again. I I think that's a curse uh on all people who play that game like me and you we've played predominantly i i would play on the pc but i really haven't done that lately i mean i, I, mean, I haven't played gta 5 in months games. yeah it's good to go back and play these games but like uh i think people are tired it's been what almost 10 years that this game's been out and they've just released but, it for every console but i will say this someone leaked they, they, I don't think, as of time of recording, they don't think they've figured out who yet. But someone found on the trademarking site, I believe it's either for China or Australia, that Rockstar registered uh, GTA Remaster. No, that's already been confirmed. The remaster is going to be... Vice believe, City 3 and Vice San Andreas. City. San Andreas and uh, GTA. 3. I think they said three. Yeah. Yeah, three Vice City and uh, and San Andreas, which is cool. Don't get I mean, me wrong, that's those, cool. But I mean, those are great GTA. Uh, I would like to have a GTA Six at some point. Yeah, I think I think they're definitely okay. I think the biggest problem with wanting GTA 6 right now and it's kind of a double-edged sword because not everyone has next gen but everyone is developing for next gen and so if the marketplace is still on the older stuff and every company keeps telling you oh it's you know everyone will have it soon everyone's this everyone's that do you take the risk and release for last generation console and new generation to kind of cover your bases but then the problem is most people are not going to want to rebuy the game for when they eventually get the next gen console so just a quick correction on that uh playstation 5 and xbox series x right or series whatever yeah. That is considered now current gen. PlayStation Four, PlayStation, you know, Xbox, whatever the old Xbox. Uh, that is considered old gen. So that's a quick correction on that. Um, because I know a lot of people are always like, "Oh, wow, they're 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 making for next gen," which they meant for PlayStation Five and the new Xbox. So correction on that. Uh, okay. But no, I mean but, that's fa- that's fair. But I mean, you it's you make a, you make a good point. You make a good point in that they make these games and they develop them for the next series of uh, consoles that are going to last 10 years or whatever. But they continuously... Well, you hope they last 10 years. Right, but they continuously bump out the same old games. You know what game has been around for a long time and basically has been on like every console? Has been Skyrim. A, has been on every toaster. Has been You could play it on the refrigerator. You could play it on I your think, phone. Didn't, didn't they just say that you could play Somebody it on a played refrigerator? played it on a calculator. Yes, they played it on a calculator. 
Skyrim is one of those games where it's a meme where like uh, mm-hmm. Todd Howard is like, guess what? We got a new game. Skyrim for, you know, whatever system. Skyrim for the Game Boy. You know. I think that's, that's it's really it's a little sad. It's a little sad. And I think Yeah, but but they're milking the cow. You, you don't milk you don't you you milk the or not I mean, milk. You drive I mean, you but just because you're milking the cow, that doesn't mean that the milk's still any good. Yes. Correct. So, uh in terms of playing video games, I'm going to load up Battlefield probably tomorrow. Okay. Test it out. Have fun. See what see what happens. So can uh, I make a I'll, suggestion I will for you? Back. What's that? Join me on Marvel's Avengers. On what what console? On the Xbox because it's free on Game Pass. Okay, I'm down. I'm down. Uh, I'm down. <laughs> I I'm downloaded down. the other day, and I guess because um, on Game Pass they. They obviously offer the. They no longer offer me like if if there's two versions of the game like for the for old gen and new and current gen. They only offer me current gen versions, and it'll say like right. X S version. Right. So my version, I have it because this is a 4K TV, I think at least, or close to 4K. Mm-hmm. I have it pushing the limits of my TV. Just to see how much of a giant difference there is with the the 4K gameplay. Like if it's gonna be choppy, right. if it's gonna be bad, I'm gonna drop the resolution. I'm keeping it at the optimal stats that it asks for. So we'll see what happens. Um, I got that far. I went and looked because I had seen people say that there was concept art that wasn't used in the movies that they're now using as skins for this game and Uh, it's true like there is there is a more john krasinski looking captain america skin Mm -hmm. that's based off of endgame and then they have the og iron man one uh skin for iron man and Uh it it just differs i think um but see that's that's really awesome because i played that game and I enjoyed it. Uh, I played it at a friend's house uh, back in November when I visited my friend in uh, Texas. I, I uh, played that game. I, I, I enjoyed it. I know there was a lot of exploits and bugs where you would, uh, if you gained a level, it would like reset your character completely. When you, gained the, when you got to level 20 for a while, there was like this weird bug that you get to level 20, you're like in the end game, and it would just bump your character back to level 1. You'd have to re-get all your stats all over again, but it was the grind. And by the time you got to level 20, you, you were like at end game and you could, you could, what was weird is you could, you could put the armor on, like the end game armor and start from level one and basically level your way up again quickly Jeez. because of it. Well, of course, of course, it's probably so overpowered. It's giving you max stats on everything. Right. Yeah. I think that's what was happening. Um, so speak, speaking of Marvel, I don't oh. know if you saw it today. But the oh, no. season finale of What If dropped. So I am midway through. I'm at the mid-season break, quote unquote. Um, well, what episode? I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it because it's in the title of the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm at 
Um, what if Killmonger had saved Tony Stark? Oh, that's a good one. That's the next episode I have queued up. Okay. Um, that's a good episode. Here's the issue, though. I Because that's a show that me and Angela are watching together. Mm-hmm. Um, I needed something for while I'm at work to keep myself distracted and stuff like that. Something I can watch my own. And I got super into Lucifer. Oh, I, I I saw in our group chat that you guys were all talking about it. Never, I yeah. never actually watched it. So, so so I'll say this. As you know, as a Reformed Catholic student, um, I am not the most religious guy in the world. I actually don't really like organized religion. I feel that this is something. If you're spiritual, you're spiritual. I'm spiritual, but I don't hold I don't hold it against anybody. As long as you don't hold my life against me. Teach their own. The great thing about Lucifer as a show is that it doesn't require you to know anything. It's literally just like, uh, oh God, there's a show. It's like uh, Castle in a sense. Castle like, it's was the amazing. Same. So, okay, so you obviously, by you saying that, I'm assuming you're a Castle fan. And. Oh, I love Castle. Of, Castle was fantastic. I think Castle might have to be on my list after. Um, the same premise of having someone who's not a cop trail a cop to different cases and all that kind of stuff, that's the base level of like every episode of Lucifer is like that. With the right. overarching like seasonal arches of like, Oh, this problem is going on with Lucifer, and he's trying to solve it. But the great thing is that the way Lucifer's played, you could have played Lucifer like a total douchebag and been a shitty character and all this stuff, and it, it, it probably would have still worked. But because the idea behind Lucifer, the, the entity, is that Lucifer never lies, there's a lot of great moments where. You as a viewer, because you know he actually is the devil, you know he's doing, like, devilish shit, and he's straight up with people. He straight up tells people, like, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm going to kill that guy later. And they're thinking, oh, he's just playing around, he's fucking around and stuff like that. And you're like, as a viewer, you're like, no, 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 that guy is dead. That guy is super dead at this point. Like, you know he's going to blow his brains out. Or you know, whatever the case may be. The upfrontness of it is what brings in the comedy, and I love that. I appreciate that stuff. It's also the fact that there's a lot of... There's a lot of genuine, like, uh, world-building within the show that I think had Fox not prematurely... I feel like they Fox prematurely canceled the show because... I think they Fox did three seasons and then Netflix did the last three. And you can see the split. You can see the split like right as season three ended. You can feel when Netflix took over and just said, here, you have a budget now. Go nuts. Yeah, it was on Fox, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, I remember that. It was like an okay show and it did okay on Fox, but. Eventually, I, I don't remember how they ended the third season, but I know it wasn't good. Yeah, I, 
and I don't want to get into spoilers because I'd have to go through my phone and see like the synopsis in order to truly, truly remember. But mm-hmm. it's definitely a show that once you see it the first time, you're like, ah, I understand why people were so hyped up and why people were anticipating this last season, season six, come out this year. Um, for me at least, this is um, if I have to, if I'm able to. I want to make the recommendation to anyone and everyone out there listening. It's six seasons. Um, no season is longer than 20 episodes. In fact, I think one of the seasons, the first Netflix season, I think is only like 10 or 12 episodes at the most. And they're each an hour long. I got through all six seasons in about two and a half, maybe three weeks at most. So if, you know, it's okay. spooky season. You want to get spooky by yourself or with somebody. This is definitely a show to watch with people. Um, I, I would say Jump on Lucifer. It's definitely a recommended for me. I liked it. I'll probably rewatch it at some point in the future once I get through a couple more shows. Because, um, again, like we said, like, what if? I want to finish what if. Um, I got Angela hooked on Criminal Minds, so I want to. Like, the thing is, she's watching that on her own, and I just jump in when I'm at home. I catch like an episode here or two and I remember what's going on for the most part. So, um, so real quick, going back to what if, uh, I just oh yeah, want to hit me with it. So the thing about what if, and, and we'll talk up to the episodes that you've seen. Okay. And I'm glad Danny's not here. Cause Danny would be like, ah, it's the SJWs. That's what you're going to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Danny. The, the thing is the very first episode, in my opinion, was written very poorly. It, took certain uh it tried to push the trope of oh look at her she's she can compete with men there's nothing wrong with it if it had been written better i will agree to a certain extent okay i believe and, and let that... me tell you i'm not going to spoil this last episode of what if oh no we're, we're, we'll go up until uh until the killmonger episode no, no, no. We'll, this we'll is what I want to say. This is what I want to say. This okay. latest episode of What If was written so well, in my opinion, that if it had been written that way with that episode of Agent Carter I, I, or Captain Carter, I wouldn't have an issue with it. I just think that it was like very heavy, heavy-handed. That episode was very heavy-handed with uh, uh, women get it done type thing. Like, like, and, and I think that's, I don't, I'm not saying that's an agenda they're pushing. It it is what it is, but the right. second episode, the T'Challa being a uh, Star Lord, oh, that was a good one. I think so, that was so, that one was written pretty well too. That one's written okay. well. So that to me, based on the episodes I've seen, that is the quintessential what if because that is an interesting concept. Take you know you take a character who has his own great storyline, great movies in the sense. And drop them into something that's way out of left field. How radically different is the timeline at that point? And it's it's pretty goddamn interesting. Like some of the characters well, that come up are super interesting like to see different sides to. Like Thanos, like he's Thanos. one of those characters. No, well, the fact that T'Challa was able to convince him that maybe doing the snap wasn't the correct thing to do was interesting. And and again, I believe that. The very first episode, it tried to be something very ham-fisted and very, you know, 
this this is how it has to be. But as we see the different episodes and how everything uh, changes and evolves, I, I think that What If is a really good series. Oh, this is not a series that they can... I don't think they can WandaVision the series where it's going to be like well, a limited thing. Well, no, this done. is a, uh, this is, no, well, there's going to be more seasons, obviously, but they say that this actually coincides with the live action. Like they what said if? that it's canon. Yeah, they say it's canon. Well, uh, okay, so I can see how they say it's canon without needing to continue to expand because let's face it, the next two movies are what? Spider-Man... Um, no way home which we already see them fucking with the timeline and then the second movie that comes out after that isn't that doctor strange and the multiverse of madness yes but you're also forgetting the third multiverse movie. oh the eternals too nope nope ant-man what, and the wasp ant-man and the wasp quantum mania quantum mania no, 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 no. is that the order though is it okay no, what's quantum mania is like know. next year Right, but, but so going, but, multi- but they will be fighting Kang, the Conqueror, who was introduced in the Loki series. Right. No, no, no. That, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That I remember following so far. Well, for the most part. No. Yeah, Loki so, just threw okay, everything so, on your head. When, did you watch dude, Loki? I, I'm so, I'm still confused about Loki. I get it, but I don't get it. Like, I'm there, but I'm not there. I'm not 100%. Like, I I have to rewatch it. I know I will, but I'm not going to rewatch it until it's absolutely 100% necessary. Oh, and it is a 100% do, necessary. No, I I don't know. It's just a replay value obviously. It's it's 100% necessary. But I'm saying as far as MCU wise, until it's like okay, now you really need to have seen Loki because if you don't see Loki, you won't understand this next movie. That's what I'm. That's what I'm leaving it for. I'm leaving it for for when it comes to that, because I want to make sure that it's as fresh as it is in my mind when I go to the movies next time. Um, right. It's kind of like what I'm doing with the with the Matrix movies in November. It's like once I once I see that the release date's coming up, I'm gonna rewatch all three movies leading up to me going to see this new fourth movie. I wanted to do that with. Um. Oh, what was the movie that just? Uh, oh, I did it with Space Jam. I did it with mm-hmm. Space Jam and the the. Well, the Space LeBron Jam was version. garbage. Yeah. Let's be I honest. It was trash. Okay, so uh, let's can, do this. Can I update okay, you so. on my on on the new shit that's coming from Target? <laughs> uh oh, what is it? <laughs> so I did the typical thing. I bought Black Widow because I liked it. It was a good movie, um, if only for the action set pieces and Yelena. Ooh, Yelena steals my heart every time. She's the best. Um, I ordered Luca, which that came in too. Did you get to see Luca? Silencio, Bruno. There we go. There we go, my boy. I know. I love Luca, but but before we get too movie. far, before we get too far. Uh, Let's finish what second, if. The second what if episode was T'Challa's becoming Starler, which I, I thought was pretty good. Brilliant. Also, then we did have it break your heart? Three. Hold on. It did, did it break your heart to hear Chadwick? It did, because I at first I was like, is that really him? And of course it was. And you know what? Uh, 
you know, I I am a very big proponent that I didn't like. Uh, I didn't like Black I Panther. I don't think it's that I, you didn't like it. I think you liked it. I think you didn't like the hype. Yeah, I think that's what it was. But yeah. you know, to hear Chadwick Boseman uh, reprise his role as T'Challa, it was a little heartbreaking because it was like, wow, you know, this 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 role was really made for him, and he he and filled that, it out pretty well. There's that one line which I don't remember, but I I'm gonna look it up. I may even end up tattooing it on me. That one line about family, not to sound like Vin Diesel, but that line about family and talking about like ancestors of the past. Holy shit. That was a moment where I was legitimately like, wow, he left behind such a big legacy in such a short amount of time and it broke my heart. Right. That's when I cried for sure. No, it, 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 yeah, it's very sad that he passed away and he passed away with cancer, you know. You know, he fought a battle that, fucking that, see. That people were making, you know, at some point people were making fun of him because he was losing weight. He's just looking a little gaunt. And people are like, is he doing drugs? Is he doing this and that? You know, the tabloids. And he was yeah, fighting a battle. A he was just part. fighting a battle, dude. And, and you know, I, shout out to those. You know, like recently we lost Norm MacDonald to, to cancer. Also to cancer. That was a big one. And, you know, earlier uh, this did, year. We, we just lost uh, Ed Asner as well. I, mean, he yeah, I don't know sick, if it was to but... cancer. No, I don't think it was. Yeah, all all I'm saying is the, the people who died of cancer, like my dad earlier this year died of cancer. Yeah. And, and I know it's You're such dead. a painful thing. And, you know, Norm MacDonald said something that was very interesting. He said, I have cancer, right? Everybody knows he had cancer, but he says, the moment I die because the cancer killed me, it dies too. So it's a win-win regardless. Yeah. It's like a net win. And it's I it's a about hauntingly that. beautiful saying. No, it is. It is. And you know what? I, like I said, I lost my dad earlier this year to, to cancer. And, you know, just hearing Norm MacDonald say that, that saying, uh, I, I, I felt good, you know? I think, I think uh, outside of the fact that, like I said, it's a hauntingly beautiful thing to say. And it's poignant. I mean, it's super poignant that that is true. I think your perspective of it is definitely the way I wish more people would take it because I do remember not many, but there's always the detractors that always want to say, well, that's his way. He's just trying to be funny about it because he doesn't want to deal with the reality of his own mortality due to the cancer. And it's just like, can't you just let him live? Like he's already marked. Can't we just let this man live and enjoy what time, what, how little, how long, how big, whatever. Let him enjoy it. I mean, he doesn't need to be reminded that, like, he's got to take cancer seriously. Cancer is as serious as I can fucking get at this point. You know, he, he had leukemia. He had acute leukemia. So it's kind of what my dad had. My dad had leukemia. Yeah. And, uh, but I mean, th think about it. Cancer in general is already serious. Mm hmm. Let's have fun with it. Let's enjoy this shit. I mean, fuck. Right. You can't. If you can't take it, I don't know. The Grand Canyon's that way. Go take a leap. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just rough. Uh, and then, yeah, like you said, seeing, looking back at all the stuff with Chadwick, uh, Chadwick Boseman doing interviews and press and stuff, and 
him looking gone and him losing weight and even there's the one where it's the giant panel between infinity war and endgame yeah and he keeps kind of like nodding off and chris hemsworth has to wake him up every so often no no you know who it was like, it was it was the dude who played a uh, uh, vision notice oh he paul bettany nudged him paul bettany. yeah paul bettany kind of nudged him a little Hemsworth. bit and was like hey are you okay no no he was like hey are you okay you know and chadwick boseman's like yeah i'm i'm good yeah, and I'll always, so you see I'll how always... strong someone can be in those moments. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, we got deep fast. Well, yeah, <laughs> you know it. Sometimes you got to talk about mortality. Were we, weren't we just making jokes about Marvel? Let's go. Yeah, back we to were. That. So okay, what's episode so three? Episode three. Episode we're three gonna talk what? about episode three. What if the world lost its mightiest heroes? Oh, that yeah. that one, that one. I was like, "What the hell's going on?" Until that, I realized that that it was like, "Oh crap!" the The dude, way that, that everybody died. I was just like, "Oh, okay." Like Tony, mm-hmm. Tony Stark. Uh, how did he die? He got injected Tony, with something. Yeah, so they basically replayed Iron Man two when he's in the donut, and then they go into the donut shop, and that shot that uh that Black Widow gives them, that in the movie cure like kind of like not cures them but it kind of relieves some of the 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 symptoms yeah it was tainted and it accelerated well we don't don't know that it's tainted because if you if you if by the standard of the episode is that uh ant-man shot himself into into tony stark's body and then just blew him from the inside out how about when when yeah that's how he killed him no that that was hulk no, 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 no. That was that was Tony Stark. That's how he killed him. He just went in his body no, and just kind of Hulk's the one that gave him like up. a like an like a no no no. He gave him like an embolism, which is like air being puffed in the in his body and just killing him instantly. Mm-hmm. Kind of sort of maybe. I don't. Uh, I don't the re- the way the, the way that though. Hawkeye the way that Hawkeye kills Thor. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I was like, wait, what is going on? And then the Hulk being replayed as like the Hulk movie and then him blowing up like I was like oh what just happened and then wait who did Natasha die Natasha didn't die did she yeah she died she died she died she gets she yeah she's like sending the message to Fury and she's getting beat up oh yeah and that's when Fury has that idea that oh it's it's the Ant-Man it's uh Hank Pym who is angry about his daughter dying and then yeah, the, the, I forget. Like she, she joined Shield, I guess. And yeah, I guess she was a Shield agent, and something. then she died. Yeah, yeah. that that wasn't very clear to me. The next episode. Ooh. What if Doctor Strange lost his heart? That one really got me. Ooh. Okay, that so one got this me is good simply for the I fact saw. that 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 the uh, what was her name? Uh, I want to make sure I get her name right. Christine. Christine's death was a was a nexus point. So he couldn't stop it. No matter what he did, he could not stop her death. Now, was, there's a theory a going point. around right now all over the internet <laughs> that no matter what happened, Tony Stark had to die in order for the universe to be reset. Regardless, his death in Endgame was a nexus point that cannot be changed i mean i feel like okay 
this is bias. I will form it. I will say it now. This is biased because I am a huge Iron Man fan and I'm a huge Robert Downey Jr. fan. I don't believe that is 100% the case. I believe that it's closer to an 80% of the case because there's too many factors that could have worked way more in their favor. I, I believe. Yeah, but in the one where he wins, he's the only one that was holding the gauntlet, and he ends up dying at the end. It was a nexus I mean, point. It's a nexus yeah. point. But it's, him, him, at, at some point, the uh, uh, what's your what's the name of the character that uh, Kate Blanchett plays? The one. Oh, uh, um, no, the ancient uh, one. The ancient one. So she she refracts Doctor Strange in two different beings. While one seeks to do darkness, the other one is just kind of like living obliviously, not realizing that the world has been split in two. And so the dark Doctor Strange uh, starts absorbing like creatures and all kinds of stuff to try to save Christine and in the end destroys his own universe by doing so. I thought that was very interesting. That was a really good episode. That. Yeah, that's one. I ha- that's another one I have to rewatch because I don't remember a lot of it. I just remember the car accident for the most part. Well, yeah, the car accident was, was the Nexus crazy. point. Yeah, Ugh. her death in that universe was the Nexus point, where it played out almost identical to when he had his accident in the Marvel proper universe. Well, that well, that's the idea. Is that um, the movie at least um, when he asked her? hey, come with me to this, like, fancy dinner or whatever, her deciding to go, not go, is the split. Her not going is obviously the movie's timeline. Mm-hmm. Her saying that she'll go is the what-if timeline. Right. And but then that brings me that, that brings me to the next episode, episode five. The popular episode. No, it was very popular. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. What if mm-hmm. zombies? And I love that how like, the title is just that. It's just what if zombies. I know, not, and it's great. Fancy. It's it's great. No big I explanation. That, I love that episode. I I it was at some points it was kind of gory. I was like, oh my god. Yeah, it was a, and it then was when, a lot when, uh, for a Disney show. Well, when when uh, when the heralds of uh, Thanos showed up, and then they get attacked by the Avengers. I'm like, oh, dude, that's awesome. And then it's revealed that they're zombies. I'm like, oh, that's not awesome. Uh, oh, no. Mm-hmm. That, that got me. That got me a little bit. I, I just kind of taken back, and that whole episode was just... That whole episode hit me so weird because I love, obviously, a lot, a lot of those characters that were featured heavily. Mm-hmm. Um, not to make it sound kind of messed up, but a lot of those are the B-list crew. They're the supporting characters to the big guys that are the proper Avengers and stuff like that. I like the fact that they got some time in the sun. They got the the, the be out there and stuff like that. Um, and what made it way interesting, though, um, could you tell when it was and wasn't the actual actors doing yes. the voices? Yes. Who, I knew, obviously, I knew, who were the I most knew Tony Stark. The Tony most... Stark was the most 
obvious. You could tell. Tried very hard. No, well, no, no. Up, up, in, up until up until this episode, up until zombies. Why is she specifically just zombies? Because remember, a lot of these, like I said, a lot of these, I feel like are the supporting cast. These are the guys you know, that they probably could have and should have gotten everyone back for. Yeah, well, they didn't get Dave Batista back, and he was a little upset about that. Yeah, I'm they a little annoyed by that, honestly. Yeah, he didn't play Drax. You know, uh, Black Widow was not. They would have done Black it Widow. for a song. They, she was played by Lake Bell. I remember that. I remember because my girlfriend said that because we had just watched Harley Quinn and she was in mm-hmm. it, and she's mm-hmm. like, "I recognize her." I'm like, "Yeah, it's Poison Ivy, I think." And then, and then, you know, Spider Man was not Spider Man. Yeah, Spider Man was not Tom Holland. That you was could tell. That was very clear. You could tell, but they tried. Happy was happy. Yeah. Um. I think Bucky was Sebastian Stan. It was. And it definitely sounded like Okoye. It was. And it was Paul Rudd. It was Paul Rudd, right? Yeah. Well, okay. when you watch the opening credit, it tells you who's in the episode. So you kind of. I mean, yeah. I but, pay attention well, to that. I'll be, I pay attention to I'll that. I'll be honest. I, I was trying to see if I could do it. Like, just Benedict off Cumberbatch did play. He did play. Uh, he did play Doctor Strange. Strange, which is kind of cool. Well, he was also the first name, so I was like, "Fuck!" I didn't close my eyes. And then there was uh, Samuel Jackson was played by Samuel Jackson, obviously. He did play uh, Fury. Did okay. So the now moving to the next episode, which I guess is the Killmonger episode, was that Killmonger? Yes, that was Michael B. Jordan. I'm excited. I rest my case. I think that one was a pretty good episode too. So hopefully, in the, we'll hopefully there. by the time, hopefully by the time we re-record uh, another episode, I'll uh, I'll have watched it. Yeah, well, those last four episodes are, I think are fantastic, and they kind of all bleed in for the final episode. Okay. So, so when you so get me, so when so you get to that episode, we'll, we'll we'll do an actual deep dive with uh, Danny, and we'll do the SJWs because apparently I hate them, which I do. I don't like social justice warriors because they try to ruin everything. I just don't everything. like canceling. I just don't like this idea of canceling people for no, well, shit that well, they've grown over. Yeah, well, we've all grown as human beings, and, you know, those people have grown as human beings, but they're not willing to give somebody the, the benefit of the doubt. Now, if they said some really racist stuff, okay, I get it. Or they done heinous shit. I get that, too. And But we learn as a society to be better. And people just don't give that those people the opportunity to show that. Uh, but but, but in the sense of the social justice warriors, it's about, you know, it's my agenda and it's nobody else's agenda, so suck it type thing. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not okay with but, that at all. Yeah. But moving on. I'm not either. But um, hopefully, hopefully we have a conversation with Danny uh, about what if. And then Danny can probably give us a uh, synopsis of uh, No Time to Die because I'm not going to do it. I, I'm going to go see it. I'm not going to say it. that right now. I don't now. like James Bond. Go I hate James Bond. I don't... I'm making that known now. I don't give a shit about that property. I don't care. It can suck big fat dick. I don't I like mean, it. Hey, look, look, to each their own. I'm, you know me. I'm not going to force anybody to watch something they don't want to watch, yeah. which is why I haven't seen a lot of action movies recently. And I. Jones in for a fix of action, man. Yeah, you know but I heard this movie's long and house? boring, and there's like not a lot of action. Oh, it's the longest Bond ever, apparently. Yeah, and it's boring, apparently. 
No spoilers, I mean, but a lot of people are like, there's not a lot of action in this film. For it being a I Bond mean, film, there's not a lot of huge set pieces. It's very... And that 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 that's why I don't think I'm going to go opening weekend. Outside of the fact that this weekend coming up is a very busy weekend for me. Like, literally Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we like, me and Angela have plans the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. So I don't believe I'm going to jump in this weekend, but maybe the weekend after, or maybe I'll take some time, like, on the holiday to go and, like, watch it or something. I don't know yet. Right. Um. So yeah, so Danny might be our first source, but I don't know. I I'll say which this. is fine. I'm not gonna ruin this movie for anybody because I'm like again, like I said, I'm not a Bond fan. I never have been. I don't really care for the franchise. But that's fair. There's a certain someone named Rob who's like, give the people what they want. Well, you know what I want? I want you to I want you to post the Scooby Doo photo, but you won't do it. So we're at an impasse. Um. That was very particular. <laughs> Goddamn right it was. I'm calling was him out. Very, I don't care. Particular. I'm calling him no, out. I, mean, and hey, I don't you care. Call him out. I. You know what? I. I got something. I got something very very deep. Go ahead. I'm gonna call out somebody who very much Mario. No, no, it's not Mario. Not Mario. You know, I've been hating on although, Mario lately. I will. I, although I will do this. I will shout out Mario for having season seats to SoFi Stadium because I hate you for that. And I want you to take me to a game. I'll buy you beer. I'll buy you a 12-pack that you can chug in the parking lot pregame. Anyway. Um, well, no, I've been hating on Mario a lot lately because, you know, I, I, I don't know. I just... I pick on people, and he's the guy I'm picking on now. Well, because also, so. like, me, me, him, and Jared were the ones that were saying, like, yo, let's just not spoil stuff. Let's give everybody, like, a week to catch up and stuff. And if it gets spoiled after that, then screw it. You had a week. Yeah, but I don't and play by I, people's rules. That's the thing. Is don't tell me how to live my life. I'm not going to tell you how to live yours. Don't. don't I'm not going to ruin a movie, but, like, don't tell me not to ruin a movie, because then it's going to make me want to ruin a movie. I mean, it's fair. see the funny part is instantly in my head the only movie I know you're like super anticipating is Dune. Dune, but you've yep. seen the first movie and you've read the book, so what the fuck am I gonna spoil for you? Yeah, you got you can't really spoil that film. That's the thing. It's it's gonna be a lot different from a traditional. Yeah, but Dune but again, film. You've, you've consumed it in pretty much every form of media it's been yes, in because I love Dune. Dune is one of my favorite properties. And I'm glad yeah, that it's so. getting a remake, like a, a faithful adaptation by a uh, director, like that, the director that cares, that actually cares. And I'm glad that, you know, there's a second part because it kind of ends on a very weird cliffhanger type thing where, where it has to be told in two, two parts. And I'm right. fairly confident that this movie is going to do well enough that they're going to do a second part. They just have to. Oh, I mean, have to finish I, I would be surprised if it's not already in development. Well, they haven't really announced anything about a a sequel, but they're hopeful that they can get as soon as the movie comes out, they get greenlit for the second for the second half. Pretty much, especially if open day opening day weekend is like amazing. 
Yeah, but the fact that it's on HBO Max, what is what is uh worrying the director? Yeah, and I'm gonna I mean, go to the theater to see it. That's one movie that I will go to the theater to see. I I think that's what he's banking on. I think that's what the director can hang his hat on is the fact that this is a this is a movie that's made for giant screens and big speakers. Oh yeah, this dude, isn't like it's a, it's gonna be hilariously enough. From mm-hmm. hilariously enough, we can touch on this. For, for this movie. This is a great comparison. This isn't like The Many Saints of Newark where it's an HBO property that's been released on HBO Max and theaters same day. If you already have an HBO Max subscription and you already saw The Sopranos, what's stopping you from watching this movie, which is just a prequel to The Sopranos? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why go to the movies? Just watch it at home. It'd be great to probably watch it in movies. It's probably like a beautiful enough movie to watch in theaters. But if you really don't have that kind of motivation, I don't see why you would. Right, right. But like for me, I want to see this movie in theaters because it's it's a uh, it's a spectacle to behold. Put it that way. Yeah, but I again, I think that's what Dune has working for it as far as the. The Sopranos prequel is going to be mostly just people talking and maybe like a couple action scenes at most. Dune is pretty much just like I don't I don't well a visual. I don't I don't I don't know about Sopranos having like action. I think it's going to be more well more drama than action because I don't I don't see that as an action property. No 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 I'm not saying it's like I'm not saying it's going to be like an action movie like a like a Expendables or something. But, you know, it'll have its moments. People are going to die. People are going to get shot. But it's not going to be anything crazy. Oh, it's, it's a definitely more movie, dramatic than anything that's, else. That's, a, that's, a, that's par for the course, my friend. Uh, the, the, they'll go up with a revolver, just blow them away, and go like, take that, y'all fucking gabagool. It's all about Stick this one in your mama's sauce. Yeah. Oh, speaking of sauce. Uh-oh. A certain, someone, a certain rapper released a uh, mom spaghetti. And if you don't eat yeah. it <laughs> the way it was meant to be eaten, he will hunt you down and beat the shit out of you. I just want that to be said now. Dude. There's a certain way to eat it, and he gets, he gets mad if they don't eat it that way. He literally released a statement that if you go to eat it and you don't eat it correctly, he's going to come beat your ass. Which I What's the right way to do it? Uh, however it's served to you, I I don't remember. I think it's served on paper, on a paper plate or some shit like that, and you gotta eat it. Which cool, cool, cool. I mean, I'll do it. I'm all for it. The hell? I'm all for it. People acting like I've never eaten at a paper plate before. Come on, now. <laughs> I'm Latino and I grew. Uh, I'm Latino and I grew up poor. Come on now. You you got the gabagoo. Uh, I got the hood pass for a reason, man. I think we all. Hey, hey, unless you shopped at a liquor store where they've got the bulletproof grass glass all the way through and you have to put your stuff on a little turntable that spins closed so the guy can then scan it and then he spins it back to you. Mm-hmm. You put your money down on the little spinner and he spins that thing. He puts it changed down and spins it back to you. Were you really in the hood? (laughs) 
I mean, come I on, mean it just depends on where you grew up, I guess. If you can buy some Lucy's up in the corner, you were in the hood. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, I don't know if that's the, the, the side of track. You know. I, it's a decided. It might not be the, but it's a. Okay, that's fair. Uh, but the gabagoos, but the gabagoos. Oh, but the gabagoos got to be fresh. You, know? you got the fresh mozzarella. You got you got your mama sauce. You got your raviolis. And then so you slap them in has the face a, which with is, a slice of pizza. Yeah, you know what's even better is he actually has a vegan option. Yeah, that's hilarious, isn't it? I thought it? that was really... No, it's not hilarious. I think it's... That's it's considerate. Very, it's considerate of, of the fan base. It's very considerate of, of uh, people who can't eat meat. Just cool. Um, that's great. I, I love I it. Hope I hope he tours I, I, it. I think, I, I think it's just that one store. But, dude, for him to actually come up with a concept like that, that's, that's rad. And I, I, mean, I, tip my hat, I tip my hat to him, and good to go. Again, I hope it's successful enough. I hope it's successful mm-hmm. enough that he has the idea to bring it out to more cities. I I hope he franchise. Yeah, I hope he franchises it out, and everybody gets a chance to try mom's spaghetti. Mm-hmm. So Hell yeah, I thought dude. that was I thought fun. that was cool. I thought that was so- really cool that he came out with that. Yeah, it was dope. And then have you seen the pictures of him with like all the, the stuff in the music videos and all the stuff? Yeah, I dude, I'm I'm all for so it, man. Good. I'm all for this. He is he he's like the most down to earth dude, simply for the fact that when he did it, he uh he was he like was there. there day one. He was there day one serving uh spaghetti to people. Mm-hmm. Which is kinda which is kinda neat because like you don't you don't see that very often. Well, we're about to see it soon, sir. What do you mean? That you gave me a great segue into possibly our final topic, which is okay. Raising Cane's forcing their corporate employees to okay. go work a fry station. I, okay, here, okay. Here's the thing about that. I love to see it, but at the end of the day, they're still making corporate money, and they're just doing it because, whatever. Like, I get it. They they have to maintain a persona of look. This is our store, but these are corporate people who probably don't give a rat's ass about anybody. Let's be honest about it. They yeah. they make corporate money and they're just running a fry machine for a day. I mean, come on. Uh, look, I, 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 I get, I get, I get, I get that they are like living what how a regular person lives, but does it affect their life? No. Now. Someone who is told you're gonna be late, you're gonna do this, you got you, you know, people who people who are regular Joes and schmoes, like to me, that's that's the that's the real bread and butter of this, you know. I mean, I just, and, I just hope that that at the very least this helps these corporate people understand when they get complaints about work conditions, um, hours. Yeah schedule complaints like things like that i hope this is a a bridge a wake-up call a wake-up call yes probably better way to say it. a wake-up call to that stuff being a reality because you and i have experienced it working at target sometimes you really can't make it you really can't be there for a shift for whatever reason be it personal medical 
or mm-hmm. just the case of the fuck it alls, you can't be there. And they don't care. They schedule you. They say you're going to be there. And even if you call a day of, as you're calling out, they are still trying to convince you to come in. It's like, if I'm calling out, it's for a reason. Oh, oh, you're, oh you're dying? Oh, can you come in? Yeah. Oh, we don't have any. We don't have anybody to cover your shift. Oh, your uh, your legs broken. You're missing a limb. Yeah. Can you come in? Can you come in just for uh, mm-hmm. four hours? Just come in for four hours. It's okay. Think about the team. The team's here. Why can't you be here? Yeah, they try to guilt you into it, and it's kind of the dumbest. It's like, oh, come on, bro. I'm telling yeah, you, I can't but... be here, bro. Like, come on. And you know, I think especially sometimes when it's like a sickness. People already feel bad about calling out. One, because you're missing out on money. But two, because you don't want to seem like you're unreliable to the job. And unfortunately, that's kind of what happened this week. Danny called out last minute. He got Dodger fever. And he wanted to watch the wild card game. Which is okay. Which actually, do we There's There's, we there's no shame in that. Uh no, we, we haven't. Don't they, yeah, nothing's happened so far. But it, the score right now is We wish you Dan. we we want to say that we wish Danny well. It's uh 1 to 1. 1 to 1. We, wish you we well. hope that we Danny wish you recovers well, Danny. from his We hope you recover from your Dodger fever. I hope he recovers too because uh I hope the Dodgers win. Continue on their uh amazing 2021 season. But I don't think that they, I don't know. They're just, they, we are um, injury riddled. So I don't know. We have a couple injuries. Look, I looked at the you know, lineup. We lost, I looked at the lineup. We lost, but I we lost paid. like a really good player. We lost Max Muncy. The broken elbow. Also, Kershaw's not in the lineup either. Kershaw's not going to be he's on the lineup the because he's, he's, in, not, he's not even in the roster. Right. So. But. I don't know how far we'll get. Well, hopefully we get far enough to bring back another ring because it would look nice for me to add to my air freshener collection a 2021 World Series ring. Ooh, that would be nice. But if anything, this week, in the case of the missing Danny, he is definitely guilty. Guilty of not showing up. Well, that's it, everybody. That's a show for today. Uh, we talked a lot of rambling nonsense. Uh, unfortunately, we haven't been able to get together to record episodes, so we do apologize for that. Um, our schedules are live. Definitely, are, do. Uh, our lives are a little busy uh, right now with Danny teaching school, uh, me transitioning into a new position at my job, and you know, it's just. I don't, I'm not making excuses as to why we can't record episodes, but like, in all honesty, life gets in the way, and it's okay. Things happen. Yeah. But we, we appreciate that you guys, you guys uh, listen, and you guys are, are loyal to us, and you know, I hope you guys will continue to, to listen, and I, I hope that we, we have your viewer, your, not your viewership, but your listening ship to continue listening to our podcast. Uh, this is our 10th episode, and uh, next week, uh, we are going to do a little treasure hunt. I will, I'm will. i going to start inserting little things into episodes, and if 
the person finds it, there's a, there's an actual real gift that I uh, am working to get. So the first person who finds it, uh, we're going to do it between episodes 11 to 20. I'll be throwing in little secrets. And the winner for our very first treasure hunt in our podcast is going to get something really awesome. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to having that in there and hopefully you guys will listen and try to find it. So I'm excited. Uh, we will be soon. We will be uh, doing uh, our Discord is coming. So we're going to be having I'm live podcasts where people can pop in. Uh, this is a free thing. We're not asking you to pay us anything. This is like you guys join us live and you guys get to listen to us rant and rave in real time. And then we release the episode uh, after I edit it on Sunday, on Monday. So you guys are going to get that wonderfulness. And then afterwards, we can have a little Q&A as to what's going on in our lives and, and you know, take it from there. So I'm really excited yeah, they- about the things that are coming. And obviously, once the Discord launches, um, it's a 24-hour thing. If you have ideas and you've been worried that maybe because you don't want to follow us on Facebook or Instagram or anything, you don't don't know where to put the topics, just put it there. And yeah, it, you know, you know we'll, the, the thing we'll about Discord look at is live. It. Yeah, we'll we'll take a look at them as as much as we can get in there. We'll maybe interact. Um, if we truly like a topic, we may even just save our reactions until the episode is uh, ready to be recorded. Uh, we'll talk about past episodes. We'll talk about future episodes, topics. Uh, and also, if there's a topic that we've touched on that you want us to go more in depth with, just, hey, just bring it back up. Let us know. We'll take care of it. I mean, we're here. Oh, we absolutely. are the podcast of the people. We are here absolutely. for you. Power to the nerds. You, you are know? here for us. And and that's the thing. The revolution. It's a nerd illusion. Revol- it's a it's a nerd revolution. Nerd illusion. That's why we called it that. Um, so we hope that you guys will join us uh, on our Discord server once I feel that we're ready to go live. Which which we're we're very close. I I'm I'm very excited about uh, having people actually listen to our podcast live and uh, give us like real feedback. So yeah, and then, um, right now we're right now I, think, I feel I feel that like we're a little stagnant because of what we're doing and blah blah blah. But you know what? Once you guys actually listen to us live, uh, we do ask that if you do listen to us live, you know, you turn off your mic and and you just listen in, and then afterwards we'll we'll have an opportunity for a Q and A. So yeah, that's how that's how we'll keep it for now. If if you know maybe we'll do maybe one episode eventually we'll do like a podcast Q&A or you know we'll control who's muted who's not ask a question we might answer it live well yeah yeah that's that's the other thing is is that's another thing that I'm willing to do is if you have questions and you want to do it live we you certainly you will be included in the episode which will be wonderful all right everybody um as far as today that is it that is all done um Definitely want to send a big shout out. I just talked to him um, the other night. Uh, shout out to Arturo. He's been listening since day one. He's been constantly checking. He's you know, showing us some love on on Instagram. And I definitely want to say hi. Uh, I miss you, bro. 
we're gonna get together and uh, have those drinks some, sometime soon and hey stay up uh, that's it for this week i'm so glad to have everybody here uh the two of us you know we are we are the base of the revolution we are the, the the heads of everything so it was nice to get a one-on-one but it'll be nice to have danny back in soon oh absolutely either in good spirits or in bad spirits depending on what happens tonight um we'll we'll link up again in another week or so i love you guys so much please be good to yourselves and good to each other you know black lives matter mask up we all matter because we're all in this we're all fighting the same shit paciencia mi gente love you and i'll see you on the next one and for me just remember uh once this is all over i hope i can meet you i hope we can all hang out hope we can uh shake hands and hug and to my family i love you because you are my family peace